Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook get it done once again in the nation's capital. They combine for 60 points, 6 steals, 14 assists, and 16 rebounds. And get this, guys. Only two turnovers combined. They took care of the basketball. Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Good thing is, going to the All-Star break, the Washington Wizards will go into their six-day layoff with positive vibes after a win right before All-Star break begins. Let's get to it. Guys, first things first, before I get into the stats, before we get into what I think the offseason means to some of the players on the Washington Wizards, let's talk about the defense that was played by both Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal versus the Los Angeles Clippers on March 4th, 2021. Guys, for Russell Westbrook, look, they combined for six steals. Russell Westbrook had four steals. Bradley Beal had two. And guys, that is a part of defense, like I said. But defense is the art of keeping your player in front of you, away from the basket, and making it a tough shot and a tough pass. That's what it's about. It's about giving them nothing for 24 seconds. And steals are a part of that. And I thought they were outstanding in that department. They had six steals combined. You know, a Three games ago, I said, I really wish Russell Westbrook, I even tweeted out the stats of his stats. He's always in the top 10 in steals. And ever since I tweeted that and said, I just really wish he would pick that up some. I mean, he's gotten three steals, four steals, three steals, four steals. He's been on top of the steals as of late. But I guess he was just waiting to really get those legs up under him. You know, he had the quad injury. Now he's got to get himself in game shape. And so maybe he's finally there, and that's why he's picking some of these passes off. And it's just been outstanding to watch. But beyond that, guys, this was by far the best defensive game Russell Westbrook has played all season long. It's not just about the steals. It's not just about the, the, the defensive rebounding, the communicating. Not only is he talking out there, he missed no rotations versus the Clippers on March 3rd. He missed none of them on March 4th. I'm sorry. He missed no rotations. He made no mistakes. I watched him all game long, and I didn't see him make any mistakes. I missed some of the second quarter, but outside of that, he made no mistakes on defense. He was rotating correctly. He was switching correctly. He was switching and picking off passes, reading the, reading the offensive players. His understanding of NBA offenses and his basketball IQ is just allowing him to just step directly into the passing lanes before the player even knows he's coming. Rotating off of players correctly. Communicating with the people in front of him if he's on the back end. Because he's, he's covering someone that's pushed all the way to the, to the baseline in the corner. This was a phenomenal defensive outing by Russell Westbrook. I can't stress that enough. I can't wait to go back and watch it. You guys know I do every time. Just beautiful. Now, I know that Russell Westbrook can be a great defender. 
If you haven't watched my YouTube video on Russell Westbrook does play some freaking defense, go to my YouTube, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I have a video out there about just how Russell Westbrook hustles and how he can make things so much easier on the offense because of his speed. So you guys don't know this. From baseline to baseline, well, you do if you, know, if you listen to my podcast or you follow me on Twitter. But from baseline to baseline, Russell Westbrook, as of 2018, was the fastest player in the NBA to travel from baseline to baseline with the ball in their hands. He can do it in less than five seconds, traveling at 21.6 miles per hour. So my YouTube video, the reason why I say 21.6 miles, that's how much he can go baseline to baseline with the ball. So I'm sure he's even faster going sideline to sideline without it. So, now he's a little bit older now. But my point was, he's a speed demon. And because of that, he was able to cover so much ground. And he was beautiful last night versus the Clippers. Bradley Beal as well. Same thing. Just being a pest on on defense, on the ball. That's nothing about Russell Westbrook as well. They both were very good on the ball. They were hounding people. Just being just a pest. Annoying. An annoyance. That is what the Wizards need from those players if they're going to make the playoffs and try to make some kind of noise in the playoffs. Those two have to be the defenders they were versus the Clippers on March 4th, the game before the All-Star break. Maybe it's they're getting their legs up under them. Maybe they, were, they knew they had six days off. I don't know why. But it was beautiful. I mean, Bradley Beal had a block that was so nice. I, it, they just were outstanding on defense, the both of them. I know I keep saying Westbrook, but because he, this was glaringly, he was just phenomenal. He didn't make any mistakes at all. I, it just, like I said, I'll rewatch it. And I'll go watch the full second quarter because I didn't watch all of it. I had a family emergency I had to deal with at that time. But he was just flawless. During, the, during all the minutes that I watched, which was most of the game. I did want to talk about that. I, the defense was just great. So right here is where I'll break things so we can talk about the stats in particular. All right, guys, the first person I want to talk about is Mr. Mo Wagner. Look, I know he had 12 points. But Mo Wagner did all the things on the court that doesn't show up in a box score. He was stretching out the Clippers big. So when Zubox came in, he couldn't just camp in the lane. He was a matchup nightmare for the Clippers on March 4th versus the Clippers. He was just amazing. Uh, he was 3 of 10 from the field, but he was 2 of 5 from 3. That was important. He shot 40% from three, pulling Zubox out of that paint. Not to mention, he hit a big one to take the lead. Russell Westbrook penetrates deep, finds Mo Wagner in a corner with only about a second and a half to pull the trigger. He pulls it, bang. Wizards go up. The Clippers call timeout. They're in disarray. It was a big bucket by Mo Wagner and a big time fine by the West Wolf, Russell Westbrook. 
He's four or four from the free throw line, added three rebounds, an assist, and not to mention, he also had three steals. Think about this, guys. Just the starting lineup. Russell Westbrook had four steals. Mo Wagner had three steals, which, by the way, when they're on defense together, for some reason, they're outstanding. But uh, Beal had two steals, and Rui Hachimura had one steal. The starting lineup had a combined 10 steals in this game. The starting lineup was so disruptive. It was absolutely phenomenal to watch. But Vo Wagner, he did all those things that doesn't show up. Just stretching out the Clippers' bigs matters. His hustle, his energy, all that stuff matters. That's why he's in a starting lineup. That's why the Wizards need a Mo Wagner. Right now on this roster, he is vitally important, along with Garrison Matthews. I want to talk about him first because he was just outstanding. He only played 19 minutes. And the Clippers and every fan watching that game felt Mo Wagner for every second of those 19 minutes. Outstanding performance. I don't even care that he was 3 of 10. He was great. Next up, we'll, we'll go to Garrison Matthews. All right, He played 14 minutes. He was 1 of 3 from the field, 0 of 2 from 3. Look, guys, he didn't play great. Uh offensively but again those two players they just do things that matter i think it's only a matter of time before garrison matthews just next you know he's made four or five threes in the game you gotta remember he's he's gotten his opportunity he's made the best of with hustle plays with defense he's hit some timely shots as well he's got some big time steals like versus the nets but this is a big stage for him i think he'll settle down Start to hit more of those jump shots. I'm not worried about Garrison Matthews because you know what I know that he has a whole lot of heart and toughness. Something also vitally important to the Washington Wizards. Rui Hachimura, he played 32 minutes, three or six from the field, one of two from three, three rebounds, one assist, one steal. He had nine points. He he led the starters with turnovers with two turnovers. Rui Hachimura. So the starters all together, they took care of the basketball. They had a combined five turnovers, but a combined 10 steals. Two to one steal to turnover ratio is pretty damn good. Good job, Washington Wizards starters. Uh, also, Rui had five fouls. Some of them were ticky-tack. I didn't really like them. Um, with young players, they do foul, but I, he had a few. I just I, I didn't like them at all. Uh, and it kind of kept him on the bench, kept him unaggressive. And I get that. Uh, it's probably one of the reasons why he only took six, six shots tonight. Because uh, and, and, he came out aggressive going to the basket. He just got in foul trouble and his whole game changed. And that happens when you're a young player because uh, you just try not to make a mistake at that point. All right, let's go to the two superstars here. Uh, Russell Westbrook played 36 minutes. He was 9 of 19 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, 7 of 15 from the free throw line. Look. As great as he is, he was, look, and Russell Westbrook, make no mistake, played outstanding last night. I called it the morning of the game. I said, I feel like the Wizards are going to win this game, and I feel like Russell's going to have a big night. That remained to be true. It definitely aged well. A great tweet by me. However, he needs to make his free throws. Guys, it's all about him now. Now, I have been saying 
and asking and begging for Russell Westbrook to take those doggone sleeves off his shooting arm. I don't care if he leaves it on his off arm, just take it off his shooting arm. He rips them off basically till when the game's over. Not, you know, only I think maybe a minute left. And he makes three out of his four th- free throws, which is 75%. Guys, he's shooting 50-something percent this season. He took them off and shot three or four. Take the doggone sleeve off your shooting hand. That's just how I feel. I've been clamoring for that. And it's really I've been clamoring for that at the beginning of his, um, his rocket season last year when he wasn't shooting the free throw well either. I said, I wish he would just take the dang on, doggone sleeve off his shooting arm. <coughs> But he goes three or four when it counted most. I'm happy about that. But we all know if Russell Westbrook is shooting his career 80% from the free throw line, this game is over. It's over. He's got to make his free throws. Outside of that, he was outstanding on defense. He had nine rebounds, 11 assists, four steals. He was a, had 27 points, plus 15 on a night. Guys, Russell Westbrook, the reason why he is the man that I stand is because of what the hell you saw versus the Clippers. He willed the Wizards to win. He made all the right plays. The penetrating dish to Wagner. The penetrate and shield to Bertans. The winning rebound. Now, I know that he didn't get his 10 rebounds because technically he didn't quite corral it. Uh, end up uh, getting it to Bill's hand and Bill ran out the, the clock. Smart play by Bill as well. Not to go up with it. Uh, just kind of run off the clock. But uh, he does that, and it just seals the game. And he just comes out of nowhere. He, he just came out of nowhere to get that rebound. And at this point, if you still do not know why, Russell Westbrook is the man that we stand. And why, I just don't know what to tell you. He has proven this over and over and over again that he just makes winning plays whether it's steals whether it's a block whether it's a clutch rebound and put back up whether it's a clutch defensive rebound whether it's deflection a tap out and guys you can go look at my YouTube channel if you want to see all the clutch shots he's made and only his MVP season he's got way more than that I made a clutch shot video also with the Houston Rockets last season. The guy is just amazing. He made the game winning three versus the Nets. So I don't want to hear anyone come to me on YouTube or Twitter and say, okay, so yeah, he makes all those winning plays, but he doesn't make any winning shots. Oh, hell no. Yes, he does. He does all of those things. This is what Bradley Beal had to say about Russell Westbrook and that game winning rebound. He says, they asked him, what did he see Westbrook coming on that game-winning rebound? Bradley Bill says, initially, no. But then I saw a red jersey flying out of nowhere. But then I knew it had to be Russ because nobody else is doing that. No one. Come on, guys. You can't watch that play and not think it's phenomenal. If you do, you're just another Russ hater. And that's fine. But own it. Here's what Mo Wagner had to say. They asked Mo Wagner, was he surprised by the Westbrook rebound? Mo Wagner's response was, 
I mean, he's Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Not surprised at all, guys. He also said, don't tell him I said this, but he has the heart of a lion. I don't want to give him too much credit as he smiles, as he says that facetiously, but he's unbelievable. He pauses, then he says, yeah, he's unbelievable. You guys got to understand that these are other NBA players just in awe about how Russell Westbrook can affect a basketball game. Think about that. These are other NBA basketball players starting NBA basketball. Bradley Beal is a star. And just, you can't believe it. By the way, y'all still think Russell Westbrook's still in the center's rebounds? Y'all still believe that dumb shit? <laughs> Russell Westbrook, guys. The West Wolf. That's why it's called the West Wolf Podcast. All right, Bradley Beal, <laughs> the scoring machine that he is. Uh, Bradley Beal had 33 points on the night, 9 of 23 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3. He wasn't efficient from the field at all, but he got to the free throw line, and the difference is Bradley Beal made his free throws. 14 of 15 from the free throw line, just why he still got his points up. He had 7 rebounds himself, 3 assists, 2 steals, and a block. Bradley Beal, look, he did all the things that mattered. He played defense. He picked off some passes. He drove the ball out at the end. He was very controlled and under control. He made shots in the fourth quarter he needed to make. He got into the mid-range, made a count. He did those things. And most of all, he didn't force a damn thing. He seemed like he was like, all right, I'm off. So, I mean... Let's do this as a team. Russell Westbrook penetrates dishes. Russell Westbrook penetrates again, he dishes. Lopez in the paint, hook shot. Hook him, Lopez. It's beautiful basketball, guys. It's beautiful basketball, guys. I, I am so proud of this starting lineup. Davis Bertans, let's go with the bench. 27 minutes. 3 or 6 from the field, 2 or 5 from 3. Three or four from the free throw line. He had four rebounds himself. One turnover. Uh, I thought Bertans, again, he made a big shot, uh, as he always does. Guys, Bertans' defense has been much better than what it was at the beginning of the season. I know I was hard on him. And I get it. He didn't be he couldn't work out in Latvia. I just after about a six to eight weeks, I was like, man, I don't know, guys. This this seems like this is it. <laughs> I, I was wrong. Uh, the last couple of weeks, he has uh, he's picked up the shooting, and he's been so much better on defense. Just night and day. Uh, I have to give him that. Now you're not so afraid to have him on the floor. Now there are times when I'm just begging and tweeting out, where in the world is Davis Bertans? Put him in there. Uh, I am happy about where he's come. Denny Abdia, he played 25 minutes. He's 2 of 2 from the field, 7 rebounds, 1 steal, 1 block. Uh, I was proud of Denny. Uh, today he had, or versus the Clippers, he had no. You know, he had one personal foul. And he tends to foul a lot, so I was happy about that. Here's my thing with Denny Abdia. 
he's not going to have the ball in his hands because there's Bill and Westbrook on this team. And I think that's where his strengths are. So I feel like he still feels a little bit out of place. Doesn't really know what to do offensively. And I think it's bleeding into his defense sometimes. He gets, he gets really dejected when he creates a foul. You know, it doesn't, he shouldn't have. Um, you just see it on his face and it's just killing him. Um, but that's the difference between Dini Abdi. I think Dini Abdi is a calming force. He's a person that's, he's going to be great. Uh, in fourth quarters to just calm the storm, everybody relax, calm down. Um, but because he's that type of player as a rookie and there's two superstars on this team, the reason why you hear me talk so much about Mo Wagner and Matthews and not Denny is Denny can be on the floor. How many minutes he played? 25 minutes tonight. Denny can be on the floor for 20 minutes and I don't even know Denny's on the floor. Like I just forget. I know Mo Wagner and Garrison Mathis on the floor for every second of the 19 minutes that they're in there. They're doing something. They're drawing charges. They're flying again rebounds. They're getting offensive rebounds. They're deflecting passes, getting steals, hitting shots. They're doing something. Hustle plays diving all over the floor. See, that's the th- that's, that's just why. And I think Denny's the best of the... I think he's the best of the young players. Probably. But one and two, one or two. But I just... Right now, I just... I forget Denny's on the floor. I, it just... Until he, I don't know, fouls someone on a jump shot. And he knows he should have. And then I, I look at his face and think about how dejected he looks now. Like he just failed miserably. Come on, bro. I mean, everybody fouls sometimes. It's Okay. Other than that, I'll forget he's on the floor. Unless something like that happens or he hits a big shot. He tends to he does tend to hit big shots if he gets the ball. I will say that. So I want to say that because I've had a few people say, like, how come I don't really say much about Denny? Do I like Denny? I like Denny. I just there's not a lot to say about him unless he does hit a big shot. That's not every game. That's not 10%, that's not 20% of the games. When he does, I'll make it known. He just I can forget that Denny Abdia is on the floor. I never have that problem with Garrison Matthews. I never have that problem with Mo Wagner. The other young guys on the team. Lopez, 26 minutes, 5 and 9 from the field. 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 block, 2 turnovers. Russell Westbrook's 1 turnover came because Lopez couldn't catch the damn ball. But turnover's a turnover. You know, that remains to be the case. But Lopez uh, gave some good minutes at times. There, I think he was left in there too long, uh, especially with Zubox in there. I think the counterpunch should have been to let Mo Wagner stay out there and stretch that, that defense out. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, but, you know, unless he gave some good minutes. Neto, 5 of 10 from the field, 1 of 1 from 3. 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 turnover. As always... Neto just, Neto just Nettos. He just does those things, you know. Sometimes I even can't even understand how he got to the basket. Sometimes I don't understand how he got a particular steal. But he gets it done. But he gets it done. All right, guys. That is all the stats for the game. Everybody I wanted to talk about. Guys. 
now it is time for all-star break guys i'm really happy actually don't take this the wrong way look russell westbrook's made so many all-star appearances i think it's like nine and he's won an mvp he has scoring title multiple scoring titles multiple assist titles because of his injury history over the last i'd say two years i'm happy he's missing an all-star game he has six days of rest <clears throat> he's finally coming into form he's finally getting his shot back he got six days of rest he's got six days of figuring out this doggone free throw thing he's got six days with his family and his kids and you guys know when russell Westbrook gets family time kids time he usually comes back better than ever um i don't know if why people don't think about this more, but like your mental health for an NBA basketball player is just as important as anyone else. And we know he loves Nina and he loves those kids. And he absolutely loves spending that time with them. So he's gonna rest, he's gonna get family time, he's gonna make sure that quad's still looking real good. Uh, he probably do a little bit of endurance, work on those free throws, work on his cotton shot. And I, I, I'm not, I think this six days is gonna be great for him. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I think he's going to come back better than ever. I think he's hungry. I know when he walked off after that game-winning rebound, when he just ran off not smiling, he is upset about those free throws. He's going to make it work. He's going to make it work. <clears throat> I'm happy for Bradley Beal. Personally, I understand why you know Wizards fans are so happy. Uh, for Bradley Beal, um, he basically has the same numbers as last year. And last year he got snubbed, but this year he's starting. So I get it um, why they're so excited. Again, I think Bradley Beal's had a heavy load. I kind of wish he didn't have to be there. Uh, but I, I understand we're just fans being excited. Um, you know, I, I tend to tend to, it's a meaningless game in the middle of a pandemic. You know, I, I tend to think, well, what's the bigger picture here? Um but I can understand how Wizards fans, that is the big picture to them because he got snubbed last year. So congratulations to Bradley Beal. Well-deserved. Um, he's a scoring machine. Um, <clears throat> but I hope that he comes back, you know, healthy. Uh, I hope he comes back COVID-free. Um, no injuries, anything like that. Um, definitely praying for that. I'm happy for Bradley Beal and his family. Um, but I think that... Uh, this break is going to be good for them and those two aspects for the stars. I think everyone's going to get some much needed rest. You know, I noticed Mo Wagner has the KT tape on his, uh, I think it's his left shoulder. Um, I know Rui Hachimura has some injury and like sickness issues early on in the season. Neto was out a couple of times with a groin injury. Um, Davis Bertans, you know, he's finally got into game shape. Maybe this time off will help him really uh, get up some more shots and, and get even better, not to mention he got his freaking eyebrow split uh, versus the Clippers. Then he added you. Maybe this is going to be good for him uh, to just kind of kind of get his head back. Sometimes he seems really dejected. I just think this is going to be good for everyone uh, to just kind of get these six days off, as it is for every team. Uh, but I think it's definitely going to bode well for Russell Westbrook uh, and some of these knick-knack injuries that the Wizards have. Not to mention I am looking forward to the Washington Wizards for my first time. Uh, Russell Westbrook is now in D.C. So for my first time, I'm excited to see what the Washington Wizards are going to do with six free days in the trade market because the trade deadline is only three weeks away. 
The trade deadline is March 25th. It is March 5th when I'm recording this episode. I have six days. The trade deadline is quickly approaching. I want to see what the Washington Wizards come up with, if anything at all. If they do nothing, I will be very disappointed. But I'm just, I'm, this is my first time to watch the Wizards. I'm spoiled. Presti's someone who always makes magic. Daryl Moy, of course, obtained uh, players at the deadline last season with the Rockets. So this is my first time with the Washington Wizards. He, was, he got Robert Covington last season, Daryl Moore. And I'm excited to see what the Washington Wizards do. Six days, 20 days to the deadline. You got six days to figure out what it is you want to do with this team. Because Bradley Beal wants to win now, and Russell Westbrook wants to win now. So let's see what they do. But guys, right here is where I'll break things. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Westbrook Podcast. Please remember to subscribe if you're listening to the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, any podcast platform that you listen to, please click that subscribe button. And if you love YouTube videos, I have YouTube videos on the Wizards defense, on Russell Westbrook's defense, highlights of Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook, all that stuff. Go follow me at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Chess on YouTube. Click that subscribe button. And please, if you like a video, click that like button to push my video out even more. If you're a person that also loves soccer, I do soccer videos with my son. He's an outstanding soccer player. Very determined. Go check it out. I appreciate you guys so much for listening to the Westbrook Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip, at Always in Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I'll see you guys next week on the 10th versus the Memphis Grizzlies. And as always, until next time, peace.